Hi, you're listening to This Food Thing with me, Gemma Richards. On this podcast, we discuss our relationship with food, whether it is easy or less so, and how it affects our behaviour. I suffered with eating disorders for years, and it took everything to pull through. Now that I'm at the other side, I want to open up the conversation, find out how other people manage this basic and most fundamental of relationships. I'm taking a light approach, but I think if this area of our lives is skewed, then so is the rest. It's never just about food. Welcome back to this Food Thing podcast. Today I'm talking to Nico Algieri. Nico is one of the UK's top celebrity personal trainers. He's a director of TRX Live, TRX UK Live, sorry, more of that later, a prolific social media content creator, and importantly, it's on his Instagram, he's a Welshman. Nico, welcome to this Food Thing podcast. Morning, Gemma. How are you? Very well, thank you. There's a bit of delay there. Did you not hear me? I absolutely heard you. I was just I was just accounting for a possible delay on your end, but no, I'm with you. I'm sharp and we're here. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought you were shocked that I'd mentioned you were a Welshman. <laughs> I am a proud Welshman, although not in a rugby sense. Don't really follow the rugby. I married a Welshman who is proud in a rugby sense. So um yeah, glad that you're not that. Um so yeah, he had a very difficult weekend. Yes, um, I, I imagine a lot of alcohol was consumed over the weekend. No, he didn't. He's off. He's off it. But uh, yeah, really, that's probably part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it just darkens the disappointment. Yeah, gosh, honestly, all of Sunday and most of Monday. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. Uh, so yes, uh, food, friend or foe? How is how is your relationship with food, friend or foe? It's both, Gemma. It's a constant source of fuel and energy and a positive part of whatever I do within in the fitness world. Okay. Um, and then a positive part of anything when I do when I'm sat on my couch in front of Netflix or Amazon okay. enjoying a full massive 20 inch pizza with everything on it or a, a, <laughs> a two curries mixed with a large rice with 12 <laughs> poppadoms. And I say both because that is the enemy. I love food and I love trashy food like oh, everyone do else you? does I no, love not, it. Ev- uh, not everyone else does oh, that's well that's, I suppose a presumption on my part then Jen but I absolutely okay. love food okay and uh I just it's and that, that's why I say friend or foe it's both because that is extremely bad for me and what I do again so it's extremely good for me to fuel me and what I do in my business and my life uh-huh. but also it's bad because it, it counteracts all the good that I've done so whenever I eat crap food I start to look like rubbish um Uh affects my uh skin hair energy levels um and appearance in what i do unfortunately is absolutely key because i'm you know i'm i'm live digitally in fitness constantly yeah i am not on my diet and sharp you can tell immediately and 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 then of course i can tell immediately jim and then it becomes a psychological warfare with myself that's Um, so interesting because it it sounds as though the pressure of maintaining your regime when you're you know you're on camera and you're working out and you're being the trainer that you are is too much it's and so you go the other way is that yeah it's i don't i don't i it, it's not like a 
it's not like I fall off the wagon, Gem. It's not like I go, oh, I've just eaten crisps or a pizza. Right, now I'm going to eat everything on earth. I don't yeah. get that. But okay. it's just, a, it's a constant pressure. Like if I see a packet of crisps or if okay. I see, if I scroll through my delivery app and I see that pizza or that curry, I'll want it. And that's something that I want and that will initially make me feel good. But there's also the pressure of, no, you can't do that. You've got that, uh, you've got that TRX live um, video that you have to make tomorrow. You've got that video shoot in two weeks. If you don't look amazing, how are you going to take on the world? So it's it's always it's yeah. always a seesaw of is it emotion? Uh, it's a seesaw of, a con- of consideration, I suppose. Yeah, and it's it sounds, whether I it's always whether I lose that battle or not. It sounds um, exhausting, and it, it sounds is. disordered, and it sounds tyrannical, and it makes me think, or it makes me wonder what um, what was food like when you were a kid. What kind of messages did you get about foods? So my mother is, so let me give you the family history. So my, all my parents are super fit. And I say all my parents, I suppose there's three. Okay. So you've got my mother, my father, and then my parents separated when I was very young at five. Right. Father went away to Cardiff to live there. And I lived in uh, Haverford West in Pembrokeshire. Then uh-huh. I've got my stepfather, Graham, who my mother married when I was 10. Right. So okay. all of these sets of parents are superhuman. My Father was Mr. Wales, and that's in bodybuilding, 30 yeah. years ago and about seven years ago. And he came second in the world seven years ago. Wow. Um, so you can imagine him, with him, diet is, it's a regime. It's a, it's a, it's, there's a purpose yeah. to it. And then same with my mother, who to this day teaches um, five hours of keep fit a week. So she teaches every day and she does the class and teaches it. Does She's she? 60, super fit, ripped. Um, wow. and, has a robo- and has a robotic diet and let's go on the weekends. And then my stepfather, Graham Brockway, was world kickboxing champion okay. at four different affiliations. So super fit. So um, what was it like then when you were a, a boy? Let's go for 10, yeah? When things changed. Um, what was it like to sit around the dinner table or to eat as a family. And that's, I think that's where the dysfunction is. Um, and obviously I've had a very, very happy life and my parents have been amazing. I've never had any issues yeah. in my life, actually. It's been quite a cruise, Gemma, um, <laughs> until, until business came. Until, until business, now. <laughs> well, until business came into it. And then, sure. you know, there's a later story about that. But yeah. with my family, I've always been very happy. But there was no dinner table, Gemma. We oh. were, you know, because when my father left, I had a single mother. She had two children. She had to maintain two to three jobs. Wow. Um, continuously to pay for us. So we had cheap food, like um, alphabet chips, beans, yeah. cereal, crisps, toast, that sort of stuff. Would you sit level... down to eat though? Or did you eat on the run or separately? No, we would sit down to eat, but like my mother wouldn't sit down with us. She'd cook the tea. She's always busy, like cleaning, looking after these two children. We, me and Angelina, my sister, would just sit there, watch TV, eating a bit of food. Okay. And that's kind of how it went. I, I, we never really sat at the dinner table with our parents and had food. What's it like now if you sit around a table and eat? Now it's lovely. Is now it? it's Yeah, now it's calm and, and we enjoy each other's company. But, you know, my mother was always under, up under pressure to, you know, work and look after these children and, you know, and maintain this house. So it, there was, there was ne- because as well, she was always prepping for a fitness class. So when we would come home from school, it would then be get the, get the uh, tea ready for the kids feed the kids, make sure they're okay, and then get the class prepped and get out and, and, and work. Which is kind of what you're, you still do. 
Yes, I'm exactly the same. You're exactly the same. Isn't it incredible how we just carry these patterns on from our It's weird, huh? And I actually, and now I've developed a habit lately, Gem, because... Me and Jay are doing, uh, Jay Brockway is my brother, by the way, everyone. Me and Jay are doing really well with TRX now. And it's the first time I've actually had my own apartment in this very expensive city. Oh, um, that's exciting. I live in in Holland Park or Notting Hill in a very nice street. And I have a nice apartment now. It's not amazing, but it's nice to me. I have this stand-up bar, uh, like a bar. And I haven't put a chair in there. So I quite literally, I have, you know, I meal prep. And then I, uh, I eat standing up. Oh, you're still doing it. I cook it in a pan and I yeah. leave it in the pan, put it on a towel on the on the stand-up, uh, what do you call it, <laughs> unit, and I s- just scoop it out of the pan and eat it because I'm always in such a massive rush. But I actually enjoy it because yeah. I get to look out over my apartment while I'm doing it. Okay. So do you, I mean, do you cook for yourself or is it easy food that you can just heat up or? I, yeah, I, I have someone who preps the food for me because okay. I'm so busy. I'm, um, I don't cook for myself, but when I do, I quite enjoy it. I love cooking my own breakfast. So eggs, avocado, mm. a little bit of toast, sometimes mm. bacon when I'm really going for it. Um, I what love would... like a, a chicken, chicken-esque meal, throwing loads of different vegetables and peppers in and things like that. But I don't cook that much. I just don't have the time, Gemma, honestly. That's so interesting because, yeah, that feeling of not having enough time, you know, obviously it's in your background and it's within you and also Mm. it's probably a reality right now exactly so you see I was thinking I didn't know that you had anything like that around food and I was thinking that your family setup because I did do a bit of reading about you um was the perfect recipe for having a skewed relationship with food so I'm actually quite surprised to hear you say that you do have a skewed relationship with food. And I thought you were going to say that you didn't. What would happen if, for some reason, you were unable to exercise, let's say, for six months? Oh, my what do you God. Think would I, happen want, with I, your... I don't even want to consider something like that, Gemma. What do would you... happen with me and food? Yeah, well, yeah, because it's a fundamental relationship. I think it would be, I honestly think it would be a bit of a spiral, Gemma. I think I'd actually... I wouldn't be overweight. I'd put some weight on because I think I'd be thinking, right, I don't really need to exercise. So, you know, I'm just going to sit here, watch Netflix while I rest and recuperate, say if it was an injury or an illness. Mm. I think I'd eat kind of okay now. Okay. But I would have more dips into bad stuff than I would regularly do. So do you find it tiring living the way that you do with food? No. Okay. I actually feel all right about it, Gemma. I was just about to tell you something as well. What's another habit I've developed lately? I was going to tell you something. Was, oh, it's going to come, come back to me. It'll Do come. not worry. It'll come. But, um, no, it's not tiring. It, it, sounds like a, it sounds like a stressor because it, only because I've been there and I, I used to say all those things and I still do, you know, like the bad foods, the good foods, the, oh, I deserve this, I've done this, and that kind of... What you, how you describe sitting on the sofa watching Netflix and eating all the the bad food or the junk food sounds bingy to me. Yes. Oh God. Oh my God. I'm a, yeah, I, and and you know I've skipped over that. I am an absolute binger. So if you put a bag of crisps in my hand, I'm not going <laughs> to be satisfied until you give me twelve bags of crisps. <laughs> like if I buy a packet, you know, a, a family pack of square crisps, you know, the cheese and onion, the salt and yeah. ones, and the red ones, the plain ready salted, I will eat all of them in one sitting. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there, I'm with you There's there. There's no question on that. No. But I tell you what, Gemma, no I have... Sharing. So, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what's happened to me lately. All this TRX stuff that I'm doing and the way my life is changing and how busy I am now, 
and, I, and it's and it's great for me. I know everybody. You know, some people in COVID are unfortunately have lost their jobs and they're unemployed and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I, on the flip side, have been extremely lucky. Um, now, because of that, <clears throat> three weeks ago, mm. I imagine the stress of losing your job and, and having no money is worse than what I'm going through. But I am working like twelve to fourteen hour days because it's my passion and I love it. Mm. But, but three weeks ago, I had this weird pain across my chest. Okay. Um, I felt lightheaded. And I was in a meeting, I had to close the laptop and go to the hospital. Because wow. honestly, the, the feeling across my chest was so bizarre, shall we say. It wasn't painful, it was frightening. I yeah. went to the hospital, I had an ECG and I had bloods taken. They even did a trope test to see if I'd had a heart attack. Um, and of course I didn't, everything was fine. But I was just utterly stressed and it knocked me out for three or four days. In what way did it knock you out? I had no energy in the morning, Gemma. I felt like I had um, really intense flu. Right. Um, and it wasn't COVID. Um, I just had no energy at all. I felt lethargic. I felt anxious. Yeah. Um, I was worried then that this wouldn't go away and that would impact on Jay's life because if I'm not around, the offering to TRX is obviously halved by 50 I think um, we just need, I want to go back to this, but we need to tell listeners what TRX is and we need to tell them how massive the project is. This is such bad grammar that you're yeah. involved in and just what's going on. So can you do that? And then we'll go yeah, back to, to what yeah. you just told me. So TRX, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it before, you have. When you've been in your gym, you've seen this weird black and yellow strap hanging down from the ceiling that everybody's kind of dips in to use, but it's not really sure how to use it. Now, that's called a suspension trainer. So it attaches to the wall, a door, or hanging down from the ceiling. Um, And it is the most incredible training tool on the planet. We just need to educate you about it. And that's what we're about to do. So me and Jay, I've been using it for 12 years. I was the first personal trainer in London to take it up. Nobody was using it. And trainers used to look at me weird in gyms and think, what is this idiot doing hanging this off a cross cable? (laughs) <laughs> um, but they you know, certainly didn't realize that I had 12 clients in a row and uh, it became big and me and Jay created a studio called Equilibrium in which we developed our own class and our own way of teaching TRX. TRX were teaching courses, but me and Jay developed our own way of using it. Uh, roll on six years and obviously we're doing you know, quite successful with Equilibrium and we, we actually have a bit of a business problem and lose our second studio and have to walk away from what we'd created but I kept it going on social media, which, as you mentioned at the start, is my jam. Mm. I made it look like we were thriving um, when, in fact, we were just using a studio someone had very kindly donated to us. And uh, nine months on, TRX come and knock in because they get, they get bought by an equity company. And the equity company want to make um, some sort of boutique business. And they come to me and Jay because a very nice story. Randy Hetrick, who created TRX, if you, you may have heard about him, he's a Navy SEAL who... Oh, genius, uh, ex-Navy SEAL commander, actually, mm-hmm, top mm-hmm. Navy SEAL in the world, Tough. Um, created the TRX. He always followed me and Joe on social media. We were always kind of friendly. And the, when the uh, equity company said, well, who are the best guys at teaching TRX in the world? Randy said, you've got to go see Nico and Jay. And uh, yeah, wow. roll on nine, and what are we, a year into this partnership now? Well, me and Jay and our partners and directors at TRX, and it's amazing. Um and you're global, aren't you? I mean, it's going to we're be... We're about to go global. So okay. I imagine when this podcast is going out, we would have launched or we're close to launching. That's fantastic. Um, which is a huge, huge thing. 
So, and me and Jay have created all the programming for it and the concept of it. So yes, going back to what we were talking about before, it's all on me and Jay. No wonder you had a pain across your chest. Yeah, and it, and it, and it got to me, Jen. But I'm what sure. I was saying, what I was about to say is that I realized that even though I was eating healthy with a meal prep, mm. I was also chucking coffee down my throat ah. about five or six times a day. Okay. And so I would have a class, coffee, teaching again in an hour's time, coffee, got mm-hmm. a meeting, coffee, stuff to do on the, stuff to edit on the um, iMovie and Final Cut, coffee, 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 coffee. Right. So I've cut it. I've now gone four weeks without coffee. That's incredible. Well done. What was and it I like? And I feel fantastic because of it, Gemma. Do you know what? I bounce out of bed in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I would you, advise everyone to try it. Did you, um, did you have three, three days of feeling a bit odd when you stopped? No. No. Honestly, it was almost when I because I was that frightened right, with the chest yeah, incident. Yeah. That like I was just positive after that. Once I'd come through it and I started feeling like myself and was able to train again. Yeah. I was just like like. I think it was like elated, Gem. Honestly, I was so happy. I was okay. So now I'm fitter and stronger than I've ever been. Uh, like uh, my muscle mass has increased more than ever, and I'm you know 39 now. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know I'm bigger than when I was 26 and cranking up huge dumbbells. Mm-hmm. I but I just I'm... use TRX. Okay, okay. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to This Food Thing with me, Gemma Richards. Welcome back to This Food Thing podcast. I'm here with Nico Algieri. And we were just talking in the break about family setups. And um, yeah, I just said that family was the seat of madness. Nico, what would you like to say about your family setup a bit more? <laughs> it is the seed of madness, yes. Yeah. But, uh, but also the, the seed of greatness as well, Gemma, sure. if you are set up correctly. It's where you learn family, your stuff. I was saying, it? yeah, like, because well, if you don't, if you never heard of me before, guys, and then you suddenly check out the social media, you'd be like, okay, this guy's got an ego. And that that kind of is, that's my role within the TRX brothers. So there's me and Jay Brockway, my brother, who some would suggest is my half-brother, and I would look at them funny if they ever said that. Um, <laughs> but I, I am the ego, and I am the mouth of the piece, and it works very well because Jay is the quiet, quiet, stoic, general of of our our partnership but i always say that me and jay are the best trx instructors in the world so where does that where does that relentless uh uh, ego come from Uh, where does it come from because it's more it's more my father he is he is the cocky um and very critical of other people type person that's very Um, tough that's very tough Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is tough. If you, is he if critical you like, of you? My, my dad's the type of person, if you look like crap, he'll tell you. Okay. Whereas I don't have that part. I, it is in me, but I've harnessed parts from him and my mother, who's this, just this Terminator, who's just an, who helps everyone, is just, you know, it's a beautiful human. So I have parts of both of them, and I think it comes from that. And it come, it also comes from... Being very lucky and being very talented as a young boy and a teenager, I was uh, a black belt in kickboxing by the time I was 14, Welsh champion, high jump, hurdles, pentathlon, semi-professional footballer, was in every county team for every every modality, so swimming, cross-country, rugby. It didn't matter what I did as a young boy. I was, I was luckily very good and usually the best at everything. 
Um, so and I imagine it's come from that. Can I just ask you, obviously, you're gifted, um, but were you also, this is such a silly question because we all do it, don't we? But we're also driven to impress your set of parents. Of course, of course. I've got, you know, elite parents, you know, world champion kickboxer, um, second in the world, second best bodybuilder in the world, my father, yeah. and then my mother, who is just this impeccable human who's just never, never deviates from fitness. And Did you, you know, ever consider not? Did you ever consider going against the grain and doing something completely different? Well, I did. I went to university and because my mother was always like, yeah, you're good at sport, Nico, but we need academic success as well. Okay. And do you know what? It's I more kind pressure. Of, kind of wish I hadn't listened on that part, Gem. Right. Why because, is that? Because I am very good at what I do and I am very good at sport and I am very good at fitness. But back then it wasn't considered a profession, was it? But no. now it absolutely is. It's 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 more key than ever right now. But back then I was like watching uh, Murder in the First with my mother on the couch. I'm like, mom, I want to be a lawyer. And she's like, there you go. That's what you should do then. She never <laughs> made me, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a lawyer. So I studied law for the first year in Cardiff University yeah. and hated it because it was too much work. And I wanted could, I wanted to concentrate on my drinking career. Right. Yeah, so of I uh, Welsh. yeah, drinking, <laughs> dancing, and um, and dating Meeting people. Yes. Yes, yes, meeting <laughs> meeting humans, Gemma, shall we say, and, you know, interacting and working my fitness that way. Exactly. So there's that. And, uh, yeah, so I stopped, and then I studied journalism, film, and broadcasting because my other okay. passion in life, and to be honest with you, my main passion, I love movies more than I love fitness. Ah. Which is where the creative angle comes from, which is why I am the guy that films everything and edits everything and creates the social media videos for for my company Equilibrium and now for TRX. So did you this is did you ever think of becoming an actor? I would have loved to Gem um I, and I, I yes I never thought of it until okay. I was older. Honestly I never thought of things okay. early on Gem and well, now because you I were think... busy competing and achieving and Exactly. training yes. and Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It does it does sound like some regime you're under and I think the the, the compelling bit about it is that when it's working it's fantastic isn't it because you feel like you're flying yeah but when when part of the uh i don't know one of the cogs slips yeah it can probably feel a bit shaky and it of course you've got jay you're working with jay and you've got support but it is all on you that motivation and that energy it's on you yeah um and uh yeah it can be exhausting and so then back to the sorry but back to the sitting on the couch and you know, metaphorically sitting there with your mum, ordering a massive pizza and eating loads of crisps. It's kind of, it touches me. Yeah. I mean, do you know what it comes with in fitness? And do you know what, if there's any personal trainers listening, I'd like to know your thoughts on this because I am 39 um, and I'm very, very happy. I have a great life, but I'm alone, so I'm single, right? And when I say I use the word alone, I don't feel alone. I have loads of people around me and I feel supported, like you say. Mm. But I'm single, Gem, and I've found it extremely and more exceedingly difficult as I've gotten older to maintain relationships because, and PT's listening, do let me know, I give my life and my soul in every class and every PT that I do, I make people laugh. Um, I make mm. people wince with sarcasm and wit and I, I, I literally support people all the time and I get people to do things they never thought that they could do. This and then true. at the end of my day, I have nothing left in my yeah. energy to give to that person that I 
you know, find attractive or care about. Yeah. I'm like wiped. So all my, everything I have goes to the clients and the people looking at me down that screen. And then I've got nothing left for the real relationships in my life. That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, but maybe it's just a phase. Maybe it won't always be like that. Depends on the people you meet, I suppose, Gemma. Well, no, I'm thinking about your work output and how you manage your your energy and, and your time. And I, you know, once things are a bit more established, maybe you'll find that you don't have to put as much in it into it in the same way. Yes. I don't think that's gonna be for a while though, Jim, because maybe not. this roller coaster on we're on is not stopping. And we're gonna go bigger and bigger and bigger. Because I just, I just think me, what me and Jay have created is we've, we've got the key. We've got it right. Yeah, the formula is correct. So what do you say to clients then? Have you, let's just talk about eating and um, disordered eating because ah, the fitness industry or wellness industry is just rife, rife with eating disorders, uh, yep. which are covered or masqueraded as something different. Um, yeah, here's the thing. With your clients, what would you say is the percentage of your clients that you teach who have something going on with their relationship with food that is entirely positive? 100 percent, 100%. 100%, 100%, Gemma. And they've all got tiny little uh, fluctuations, tiny different, let's not call it disorders, just different relationships with food, but you can hear it. Yeah. And do you know what? I don't blame them, Gemma, because social media has a lot to answer for in this respect. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, millions of nutritionists on in social media. There are huge influencers screaming at you, advising you. Every different day, there's a different thing. Oh, um, uh, uh, you make sure that you're in a calorie deficit to to, um, lose weight. Then you have to, um, you know, I can't get the word... Uh, Gemma, I'm usually very Which, articulate. No, no, you're being, you're it. doing, you're doing great. Um, there's a what's, lot. Of, what's there's, the what's the one where you don't eat for 16 hours? Where you fast? There we go. Uh, intermittent, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. That's what I couldn't get. Intermittent fasting. Now, now, don't eat for 16 hours. Then yeah. cram all your calories in the in the final eight hours. Yeah. Uh, then don't eat meat because it can do this to you. Then yeah. become a vegan. Don't become a vegan. Yeah. It doesn't give you enough nutrients. Don't to, eat gluten. Do eat the gluten. amount of information that a person has to consume now uh, is jaw-dropping and it must be and I know it is stressful because it's still stressful for me but for clients they're all over the shop so like, how, how do you um, I also want to talk about the people that you work with because it's it well it's the same side of the coin it's a, it's the same coin isn't it just different sides because you've got all yeah. your clients who are, are running the similar stories and then everyone who's working in the industry is also running a very similar story so how do you advise your clients or how how do you approach it? Because I imagine I really it's just quite I tricky. really don't I really try not to go into it too much, Gemma, because oh, okay. they do stress about it, right? So I, I just say eat clean, whole foods, eat regularly, don't skip meals, watch your portion control, and, and you know, and that's about it. And if they need specifics, I will go into certain foods that they should be eating and they, and just educating them on on staying away from like your highly processed foods or overeating. And you know what the worst thing is because People who can afford me to PT them, mm. they're obviously affluent and um, intelligent, ri- like very high-end business people. Yeah. But still, they don't understand that constantly drinking alcohol all week is sure. banging in calories and poisoning the system and stopping the metabolism working at the correct um, speed. Because they, you know, they're 
you know, they'll have one or two wines a night. Yeah. In my, and, and you know if they've said, I had one or two, that it's three. Bottles. And, uh, yeah, and it just packs <laughs> on the calories and stops your body working correctly. Explain you know, something to me, actually. Because I, I, I know that if you drink alcohol, it affects you your exercise and what you can do, particularly as you get older, as I'm older. But what actually, what actually happens? Is it because the liver can't get rid of it and it affects your energy output? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're spending all of your energy metabolizing alcohol for about two or three days. And for people like, who think that they can sweat out alcohol, you can't. It metabolizes in your body. You've got to wait for your body to do it. Okay. So all your energy is, is now attributed to that. So instead of burning calories and you know, processing energy correctly, you're now poisoning your system and making it work ineffectively. And it also raises your um, hunger. Of course, yeah. Of course it does. Okay. Because you know what he's like. like. I'm the same. Like my 12 packs of crisps, I bet you that's always on the back end of a couple of glasses of red wine with me, definitely. It's essential though, isn't it? If you're going to have wine, you've got to have a little bowl of salty snacks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But I, I, Something dry and crispy and savory. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So there's that, Gem, with clients. Okay. And, they, they, but, so you... and I tend to find, Gem, and this is key, is that doesn't matter. It makes It's hilarious like when you... If you even write out a nutrition plan for people, you you just know as you're writing it, they're not going to stick to it. Okay. Right. I always say, I always say like, Nico, um, I was doing your nutrition plan and I haven't lost any weight. I said, yes, because I can't follow you to the fridge up for like 12 <laughs> hours. That's why, because you're opening it more than I told you to. And, it, you know, and you know, that, that's, it's, it's, it's because, Gemma, right? Mm. Friend or foe at the beginning, mm. life is hard. So yeah. when you're stressed, Food and drink will save you. You go to those things as a little cushion, don't you? Or not. Home. Some people won't, you know. Well, some people would just shut well, up. Well, yeah, shop. well, some people are frightened of it. And, or, and going back to trainers, what you said, because you said what you say to clients and what about the people you work for, yeah. the stress. And again, I'm going back to social media. It's utterly destructive. There, right. are, there are influencers, social media fitness influencers who are in phenomenal shape, ripped, because they can spend all day concentrating on it, right? And then these trainers who are at a lower level making lower level salaries compared to influencers who get thousands of pounds for, you know, putting on a watch and doing yeah. a video with it on, brand yeah. work, they they feel the pressure. So then they've got to lose weight and look that fantastic. And it's, it's one delicious. horrible, vicious circle. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. And also it's impossible to maintain. I think you can maintain it incrementally. Um, yes. But as a as a consistent way of being and living, it's impossible. Yes. And it's, and it's it's comes with disappointment, doesn't it? Because you can never achieve. And it's also, you know, that pursuit of perfectionism. It's just ridiculous. Doesn't exist. Jim. It doesn't exist. But I'll tell you what though, Jim, go again, going back to friend or foe. Lately yeah. I have my diet is almost perfect. I, I say diet, by the way, guys, people say nutrition plan and diet means trying to lose weight. I don't mean that. I mean my diet, just what I consume. What, so, so tell me why it's perfect. What do you consume to make it perfect? It's just, like I said, all whole foods, okay. loads and loads of greens, yeah. beans, broccoli, kale, yeah. uh, real uh, organic meats, uh, organic eggs. Everything is absolutely, so, so the way my parents would have raised me to say clean, people don't like saying clean eating. But mm -hmm. yes, it is. It is clean. Um, the other stuff. And then what, what happens, what will happen when, yeah, the clean, the dirty. What will happen when, I'm not too sure about those terms, but it doesn't matter. No, what I thought think. you might not be. <laughs> what happens though when, some, when something happens to you and you're knocked off your clean eating cycle, 
will you think twice this time? Because yes, and I'll tell. I was about to tell you why, Gem. I've been eating so well lately. I am, like I said, I'm jumping out of bed mm. in the morning, bouncing. I've got loads of energy because of no coffee and the food is clean. I'm drinking loads and loads of water. I'm hydrated. Um, supplements are great, and I am just my results in my physique and my body and my training and my and do you know what my mind I'm sharp lately and sure. it's all and I know it's because of that so yeah. it is now positively reinforcing because um, my appearance and my uh, job performance is at an all-time high so I, I realize how I've been you know uh, negating my performance over the years with with bad food and drink yeah and yeah neglecting yourself it's such an yes. interesting contradiction isn't it because you're so very educated about nutrition and exercise and physiology and 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 yet behave well it's it's typical isn't it to behave in a completely different way yeah oh yeah, yeah. i mean if I, if i was to go really bad gem like you know in, in i would have i would order two two chicken curries so people would order one tray of chicken curry i would order two one large rice six poppadoms can of coke and then if my mates are around it'll be five or six beers Maybe a couple of glasses of wine. Okay. Does Just it, staggering calories. Staggering. But so do you enjoy it? Love it. When do you not enjoy it? When you've finished it? Yes. No, not immediately. Not immediately. So when it's does like the guilt It's like the next in? day and you're like, oh, I feel like dry, dehydrated. And it's almost like your joints have got sawdust in them. Okay. And it's just the after effects. And then, you know, again, going back to... Yeah, what do you call it? Um, aesthetic appearance. Oh. I Because I, I'm so in tune with how people look and I'm watching them all the time because that's my job. I notice everything. You've noticed it. You've done one of my classes, Gemma. If you've changed something, yeah. I'll see it straight yeah. away. Yeah. Hair, outfit, trainers, everything. Yes. And I notice everything. So I can see the slight fluctuations in my physique. And once I've eaten that, I can see I'm inflamed and I hate that look. Okay. Have you ever and made that, yourself sick? That part comes from my father. Okay. Have you ever made yourself sick? No, never. Um, would your dad, your father, okay, not your stepdad, but your father, would he ever overeat? Would he? Overeat. Would you see him lose control? Because um, and... he's gotten older. He, I mean, obviously, because what he used to do, Gemma, right? He's a bodybuilder, right? So we're yeah. talking like 0.5% body fat, you know, ripped. Sure. Every striation in every muscle popping because that's how you win bodybuilding shows and yeah. he always he does always eat clean but he, you know he, he does like his bad food as well and, and you know as he's gotten older he's you know he's still in great shape he's 16 he looks phenomenal but you know there's a, there's a little bit of warmth around the midsection and I don't think there's anything wrong with that but certainly yeah. not does he think no. there's something wrong with it sorry I don't want to talk about your dad but I mean do, you know do you, do you discuss this no okay we don't he uh, although he sees me on social media and if I start to look like rubbish He'd be like, okay. What's, what's happening? He'd be like, what's happening with your training lately, son? And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I see it as well, Dad. Don't worry. Well, what about your mum? Is it something that you discuss with your mum about food, and is it kind of common parlance? Other yeah, than... well, because my mum worries about me constantly, obviously, because she's a mum, and I live mm. in London, and I and she's a, a small town girl who's lived in the small town for all of her life. So me living in London, I'm always, you know. I'm always at risk to uh, nasty people, murderers, <laughs> yes. you know, all the, like, all the things that you don't have in a small town. So, um, 
Yeah, my mum talks about um, food and drink more. Look after yourself, Nico. Make sure you're healthy, you know, like all that okay. sort of stuff. And we, we don't discuss specific foods. But yeah. she, she is, you know, always asking me if I'm looking after myself. Her latest thing is um, make sure you're having your spoonful of apple cider vinegar every morning. Wow. We're going to take another quick break. Maybe we'll back in a minute. You're listening to This Food Thing with me, Gemma Richards. So that was a very short break. Welcome back to This Food Thing podcast. Um, so, yeah, wow. Some family, Nico, some family. Indeed. Um, yeah. What, uh, I, I've got this, I, I wrote something down here and I put exercise as a healer, not as a tyrant. Isn't that interesting? I've got no idea where it came from, but I wrote it down in relationship to you. And it seems, obviously it's a bit like food, friend or foe, it seems that that exercise is a healer and yes. a tyrant for you. Yep. And that's changed my perception because I thought it was always like a healer for you. Um, yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say about your family or TRX or <sighs> hmm. Instagram or to wrap up? I've got one more question to ask you. Go on then. Go for your last question and I'll have a think while okay. you're asking me. Uh, if you were on an island... Desert island or any island, what five foods would you take? Okay. Pop chips with Philadelphia. Absolutely. What? Okay. Salt, sea salt and vinegar pop chips with Philadelphia. That's one. Is so the I Philadelphia in the pop chips or would you take No, it? the pop chips get dipped into the Philadelphia. Ah, so I literally two. scoop it off like okay. yonder. You want two? You, you get two for that. Okay, fine. Um, no, you can have it as one. Bread. Okay. With a toaster. Okay. Beans. What kind of beans? Oh, Heinz baked beans. Of oh, course. On, Is there any other? Yeah. Do you know what? I, I would say broccoli because it's just magical and mm -hmm. what it does for you. But let's get rid of the broccoli and say um, mature grated cheese to go on the beans. <laughs> Because that's my favourite meal. Honestly, it I like is. The, I like the way you said mature grated cheese. Yeah, like yeah it cheese. has to be. Honestly, so, like so. Basically, right? Cheese you can have a chat to. on toast, and then with enough grated cheese, mature grated cheese, on yeah. top that you can't see the beans, and that your cheeks kind of feel weird and numb after you've eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was five things, wasn't it? Five things. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Okay, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, and then I push some angel delight. Some oh wow okay you're back on the sofa aren't you watching Netflix mm, I am yeah okay what flavor Angel Delight oh uh, uh, strawberry okay <laughs> <laughs> okay Nico thank you so much for coming on this food thing podcast Pleasure. we will have all your uh, social media stuff on our Instagram page thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for having me Gem okay. enjoyed that bye 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 Thanks for listening. I'd love to know your favourite bit from this episode. Let me know on Instagram at This Food Thing Podcast or join us again in the next episode.